What's up? What's up? Welcome to Fighting Freedom Podcast. We're going to dive right into it today. Going to skip the intro and going straight into how to manage effectively. Now, if you hear the word management, I know a lot of people think, oh, that's not for me. I'm not in management. I'm just a rep. Like, let me tell you, like, this definitely applies to you. And this will actually probably make a bigger difference for people that have, like, no one to manage than it does for people to actually manage. Um, because management is more than just, like, helping people do their job or, or keeping people accountable. It's, it's way more than that. And, the, like, specifically the topic I'm going to talk about today was introduced to me by Daryl Doucette. At the time, he was a director at Vivint Solar, and now he's a VP there. And, like, the, the concept he introduced, I don't know where he got it from. Maybe he made it up himself. Um, it really stuck with me, and that's what I want to talk about. Um, but first, a story. So back in college, I worked uh, – not college, my, at grad school. I was going to University of Hawaii, and I was married, and we had to find a way to, to – make ends meet because we had scholarships and student loans, uh, but it's still very expensive to live in Hawaii as a grad school student, especially married. And so I actually worked full-time through grad school, and the place I worked was called Kualoa Ranch, and it's this beautiful ranch on the north shore of Hawaii, and uh, what, I, what I would do is we would have these Korean tourists would come, or English-speaking tourists too, but mostly Koreans, and I'd take on these bus tours around the ranch. Now, if you haven't heard of Kualoa Ranch, I guarantee you, you have seen it. Um, if you watched the movie Jurassic Park, uh, the, the scene where the, the, the first Jurassic Park, well, actually the most recent ones as well, um, Jurassic World, was, were filmed there. But the scene where the, the raptors are coming at the Dr. Hunter or whatever and the kids and they jump over the log, like that's where they, that was filmed. And Jumanji and a ton of films were filmed there. So... You, you, or Pearl, I think, you know, Pearl Harbor was filmed there anyway. So there's a, there's a ton of films there and we, we go through this beautiful ranch and it's owned by these, um, this family that had inherited it from their like great, great, great grandparents when they were original missionaries there. And so it's worth billions of dollars and they, they run an active ranch, but the, I think the majority of their income comes from the tourist part of it. And it was really interesting because even when I, this is before I was in like sales or business or management or whatever, or anything like that. I remember just like hating my boss and it was like, looking back, I have a little more sympathy for him because, you know, I was like a young college student and like all these guys, like all the management people, like specifically one manager, he would come to work like drunk every day. I remember always selling, smelling alcohol in, on him. And I was like, how can a guy like this, like come to work every day? You know, like he was just totally trying to numb out everything and they'd always like miss the ball and the shift. It was like, it was just, a, it was a total mess. Um, but I remember feeling like so helpless and always just wanting to complain, you know? And I imagine there's a lot of people that feel like that, especially in business and sales. Like there's oh, like people always have a lot to complain about and I, I've been there and I've heard it. Uh, but the, once I learned this concept of management, as in, Daryl introduced me, it really changed my paradigm on how you can control your situation, no matter where you are in the organizational structure. So here's the concept, very simple. There's three directions for management. There's managing down, that's typical we think of. There's managing across your peers, and there's managing up. And this, like managing up is like where it made a big difference, right? So managing down, we, we know that pretty simple, right? Like you have your subordinates, you have to keep them accountable, they're your team, you're like the team captain or whatever. 
managing across, right, is people on your same peer level. And so the, the way you manage down is more like training and development and accountability. The way you manage across is more coordination and communication, right? That's, those strengths matter more. And so the, the thing I want to specifically talk about today is how do you manage up, okay? Can you manage up? Yes, you 100% can. So the, I'll actually bring in another story where this actually really applied is my, and this is funny, these are all like non-sales stories. Maybe these helped me in sales more when I got into it. But I remember my first job out of like undergraduate, I did a year internship contract thing. It wasn't really internship. But anyway, um, I remember my boss drove me nuts. And looking back, like 100%, she struggled as a manager, to put it nicely. Um, she was awful. Um, no management experience, no leadership experience, and it definitely showed super frustrating and always lost the, the company a ton of like tens of thousands of dollars frequently. I have no idea why they kept her on. That's why one of the reasons I don't work for nonprofits anymore is because they're just so frustratingly ineffective. Uh, most of them are. Um, but I remember coming in and she had this like idea about a project and everybody knew like the idea was like not the best idea ever. Like it was just Ugh, it was going to fall flat on his face. It ended up did and like the project didn't go anywhere, but she was like, that was like her passion her commitment, you know, even though like nobody, there's no demand for this product or this like resource really that she wanted to, to publish. And I fought her on it. Like for the first like four or five months, like this is a bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. And finally I was like, saw, saw I was getting nowhere. So instead of like sitting there fighting her on it, I finally like, was like, you know what? I wonder if I agree with her and everything and just shut my mouth and do it. I've told, and see what I can do. And so what I did is I ended up just shutting my mouth and doing what I was told. And the first couple times, she kind of was surprised and didn't believe me. But I just kept doing it over month and month and month and month. And then finally, after a while, I would just like start doing the project and be like, hey, I'm doing this project the way you asked me to do it, but I wanted to add this. And it was like my idea that I'd originally thought of like the time before. And they're like, that's a great idea, do it. And I was like, oh my goodness, you're kidding me. And then eventually I was able to just take control of the project and like make it, make I wasn't able to go the complete direction that I think would have been most effective, went her direction. Um, but anyway, it, it like really taught me this lesson is like, there's a, there are management profiles and not to like dive too deep into this, but like you can expect the person above you to change. It's actually highly unlikely that they will change. And if they do, you have a golden man. If you if you're like have an honest feedback to your manager that's really like kind of blunt and uh, they listen to that and change, like you have an amazing manager, stick with that person forever. Um, if you, mo but most of the time we don't. Like most of the time people are pretty set in their ways and it's very traditional like military, right? right? And so it in those type of situations, the way you manage those people is completely different than how you manage across or manage down. Okay. Number one, like most of the time they're going to feel like they're your boss, like not your trainer, not your mentor, not your whatever. Like their goal is to make their boss happy. Right. And so that's all they care about because they just want to keep their job. And so you just have to make them happy. And I know that's like, sounds really frustrating and dumb, but that's like the game guys. That's the game. If you work in corporate America or construction. Right. And so Again, not to say all organizations like this, and it is changing. It is becoming more egalitarian and less structured, less hierarchical. But that being said, it still is very structured. And so you do need to, one, 
the best thing you can do is find out what makes that person happy and make them happy above all else like above like performing above like above and performance probably is tied to it right but make that person happy and watch your job just go like super easy like it could be like random things that make that person happy like my boss wanted to like the one that the my internship i'm not going to say the company the nonprofit um all she wanted was to feel like her ideas were valued and someone was executing on them right and once i did that she was like totally cool right in sales most of the time it's just hitting your numbers and like telling the sales manager how amazing they are and how their training like helped revolutionize your life and that stuff like that may be a ton of bs um but with like sales the first thing usually is numbers you hit your numbers good and then the second thing is is just build up three go i loved your sales training this i applied it in the home and it helped me a ton even though you applied like one thing and it barely even worked but it worked and so you like fed it back to them and they're like wow thanks you know i feel so good about myself you know and that's going to make them feel good and happy and then they're going to get off your back and actually they're going to be your friend or your ally that's even better right and so and in every like corporation is different maybe like your boss wants to be the person like has extra activities like golfing like they love that you're on the like you go golfing with them or you go like on the team softball like they're trying to build a team and even though like you hate softball and you're spending time with your family if that's what's going to get your head then balance it out and make that make them happy and then what you'll notice is once they're happy you have like a ton of like space to work <laughs> so the, the this like i guess the moral of the story is, here is like the, again s- some organizations let's be rebellious let you speak your mind and those are amazing organizations i'm super grateful for those but most of the time it's not like that but i'm also not saying give up your independence I'm not, I'm not saying like don't succumb to everything your manager wants them to do like there are limits and boundaries but especially in like a new relationship do everything you can to make them happy once you, they're happy and they know you're on their side you can pretty much like get away with anything <laughs> it's so crazy um i would like this is i do this with my teachers all the time i just make them happy and i always know knew like my grades should have been like a b but they always pumped it like an a minus or something like that because i just made them happy and they know i was trying to do my best it's really interesting how people work like that um once they know like you're a team player it's it's so weird okay so the, the I guess this is this looking I didn't expect this podcast to go this way. It is a little Machiavellian, <laughs> um, but I think you I, I know there's a way to have your cake and eat too. Like there's a way to make your boss happy and you still be happy as well and perform. And if you can like hold both of those things in your head and move forward, you'll notice you're gonna have a lot happier work life and like just be better. Because there, there are, I've noticed some people that are just like so headstrong that they just don't fit well within the organization and they struggle and they don't fit in the hierarchy and then they just like kick, get kicked out or put aside and it doesn't help them at all, right? Like there's relationships that we have to deal with the work people and you have to take in the realities of the relationships while still setting strong boundaries, um, but also like doing your best to make your work environment good. And some that sometimes that means swallowing your pride. And so, especially for you guys that are sales reps, like realize that most of the time your boss is there trying to help you your managers are trying to help you um, but you got to help them a little bit and if you do that you're going to manage up they're going to be happy you're going to be happy and once they're happy you'll notice you have a lot more leeway like i noticed that i as i've done that with my managers 
there's certain things I want, like incentives, I'll just say, hey, I want it. Like I've done this several times. I want an incentive to go to a pro football game. And I literally said, this is what the incentive should look like. And they said, cool, if it helps your production, good. And they like, I've had paid tickets to pro football games, paid tickets to go boating, paid tickets for a lot of things just because I performed and I asked and I was on their side and they got me a lot of good things, including promotions. So um, it's, that's that like outlook has helped me a ton. I hope it helps you guys and we'll chat with y'all later.